From the Thai Cats Audio Network, this is Thai Cats Today with Braden Neville. All right, joining me now is O lineman Kendrick Sartor. Kendrick, you just signed on with the Thai Cats for another two years. Why the decision to get it done early and and stay here in Hamilton for another two seasons? Uh, because Hamilton is, you know, it's a, it's a very nice place. It's a lovely place. You know, me living there for that one year, I got to actually meet a lot of people that stayed in the community. And I would say they are very awesome people, man. It was just a good camaraderie around with them. And me signing early, you know, I was so committed to the Ticats. You know, it's a great organization, a great coaches, great people in the locker room. So, you know, me doing that, it's like, it just felt great. And they wanted me, you know. Mm-hmm. They pushed me and they, they gave me the contract early. So I'm like, yeah, why not? Why hesitate? What were those conversations like following the season that that made you feel as though that you were wanted here for another couple more seasons? Um, the conversation was mainly like, um, well, you you did great. And me being a rookie, you know, I played mm-hmm. six games while yeah. being a rookie and I did pretty well in those games. So it's like, yeah, you know, just keep adding, keep stacking on to what you already did. And the coaches, you know, they believed in me and they, they expressed that they believed in me from day one, since day one. So, you know, it was, it was good. It was like almost having – Coach O as a, a father figure, I would say, you know, mm-hmm. how he, the way he acts and he talks and he's nice to the guys, he meets with the guys, you know, so it was great. And to start six games as a rookie, you mentioned it, that, like, that, that's a pretty big thing, especially on that O-line, but but what was it for you that that clicked as the season went on in your first professional season in the CFL? Um, with me, that click would be the other people on the O-line with me. You know, Woody being right next to me is a great help. He helped me with a lot. Well, they all helped me with a lot, being that we meet it every day after practice to like 6 o'clock, you know, just going over players, going over different things, and it was great. So I would say them and the O-line coach, you know, him being around a very long time as well and him teaching me things, saying things that I had no clue that I knew, and he showed me them and just made a big difference. The one thing I notice about this O-line is the camaraderie between everybody. Everyone's so close. All the guys like to not only do they practice all day together, they go to eat together, they go to different functions together. But what can you say about you and the guys and the relationship you've developed off the field? Because it's a group that seems very close-knit on this Ticats team. Yeah, we, we, are, we are very close-knitted, man. We are very close-knitted. I would, I would say like... Us meeting after practice made our relationship stronger. And also, like, when we go to away games, we always eat together. We always sit together on a bus. We always sit together on a plane. You know, it was, it's, it's great hanging with them guys, man. They're, they're, they're a good group to be around. With me being a young buck, I feel they took me under their wing. And, you know, they're like big brothers to me, man. It's amazing. What was that transition like for you to go from Cincinnati and or being from the States and being a guy from Cincinnati to, to playing football up north in Canada? And what was that transition like for you to to come up here and, and play in the CFL? Um, it was actually pretty smooth. I would say, you know, being that, yes, yeah, a one yard off, but being that tackle up here in the States is kind of you already a one yard off being you'd be behind the guard. But it was kind of smooth. You know, it was kind of, you know, a couple of different changes I had to get used to with the with the mm-hmm. goalposts and the field being wider and only two downs. But other than that, man, it's been pretty smooth. Pretty great transition. I was talking to James Butler earlier in the week, but but getting to play in front of him, what did you notice about him in that run game and and how you guys were able to, not only was he able to get over a 1,000 yards a season, but a big part of that has to do with that O-line. But, but what can you say about that relationship and, and having him playing behind you on the run game? 
amazing, man. As you can see, it was amazing. Him being able to get a thousand yards behind me and the guys, it was pretty awesome. You know, me and James, we have built a great relationship. So it's like making me want to block for him even more, even better, you know, with him being like another big brother to me, me and him working mm -hmm. out the practice, me and him having conversations, you know, doing things on the side. It was great, man. Very great. He's you a skilled running back. He is, and, and and one of those guys, too, he's always thankful of you guys on that O-line in front of him, much mm -hmm. like a lot of running backs would do. You have a big offseason coming up here as you get ready for your second season in the CFL. What's the training regimen like? Where are you going to be when you're preparing for this upcoming season? Um, my training regimen right now, well, I just currently, I'm a school teacher, so I school teacher there today and then work out at night. Wow, but, you okay. Know, I I, I got to be at work at nine, so I try to wake up before that around like six o'clock, give me a slight little workout, and then make sure I eat my nutrition in the morning, um, go to work, be with the kids, and then after that, you know, I I hit the weights pretty hard, take a yeah. nice little shower, go to sleep, and do it all over again. And where so, are you doing this? Are you in Cincinnati for all this? Yeah, yes, I'm in Cincinnati, so. Okay, so how are the students reacting to their teacher coming back from being a professional football player to now teaching them in the classroom? They must think that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. You know, it's my first year doing this, and, you know, I'm just now getting here, and they kind of get used to me. You know, it's always the height barrier, and, oh, my gosh, you're so tall, <laughs> and all that stuff. But it is, it's pretty nice, pretty nice being able to be around the kids and mentor them and show them stuff. Like, you can actually do this as well. It's good. What grades is it? What what age group are these kids? Um, So I'm working with, like, the second grade, first grade. Okay. Around that area, you know. So the younger kids. So do you, do you feel the younger kids are kind of probably look up at you even more? I mean, you're six yeah. foot seven and these, these are, you know, first, second graders. That must be pretty interesting for them to be around you. Yeah, they're, they're amazing, man. They're really amazing. We have all uh, the holidays coming up here. Do you have any holiday traditions? What do you normally do for Christmas? Um, not really go to my parents' crib and put the tree up and the lights. And that's about it. You know, I have a lot of nieces and nephews, so I'm looking forward to getting them something for Christmas. Do you have any other off-season plans? Anything you? I know you're working as a school teacher, so you're going to be pretty busy. But but aside from that, in terms of training or whether it be going somewhere, do you have anything else planned for this off-season to kind of unwind a bit? Nah, not really. You know, I did my kind of unwinding during this Thanksgiving break, so now I'm full yeah. fledged, getting ready to come back up there. You know, get a get a championship going, man. Try to compete for a championship. And the American Thanksgiving just happened over the weekend. What's your go-to Thanksgiving dish? Go-to Thanksgiving dish. I would probably have to say the yams. Yeah. Okay. The yams, the yams with the um, marshmallows are pretty, pretty, pretty amazing. Man. I mean, talking back about football, you, you see the guys on that O line that you played with this season, but but who are some guys that really helped mentor you on, on the offensive line? Some guys that really took you under their wing and and showed you the way in your first CFL season. Um, well, that's a couple guys. I would have to say, Joel Figueroa. He mm -hmm. he he's he's been amazing. Him. Uh, Brandon Kemper, yeah, also him, uh, Tyrone Riley, him, Jordan Murray, you know, I, yeah. basically all them guys, but mainly them, them, them four right there, you know, they they been under my wing and they were my roommates when we go on the road, so it's more kind of a little more in depth talking with them, but mm -hmm. yeah, mainly them guys, and we work out after after practice and go to the hot tub and hit the sauna. So, you know, I just got to really learn from all of them. And with Kemper and Murray being in the NFL as well, having them years yeah. there, there's a lot of more stuff I can learn from them and different little tweaks in the sets and hand placement, you know, it was very nice.
What's Joel Figueroa like off the field? He's such a calm guy, but but you watch him on the sidelines. Even when he was hurt against Montreal, he's firing up the troops. He's he's just seems like a great locker room guy. But what's it like hanging around him in that relationship? He's a full fledged leader. He's a real yeah. leader. You know, he's he's somebody you want to go to war with, and who you want to go to war for. Man, he's a great guy. He's a funny dude as well. You know, mm-hmm. he's he's a real locker room guy. He's great. And- and it's this season you played with multiple quarterbacks. What was that like for you in terms of adjusting? And, and you have Bo, you have Matt, and you have Taylor, and and you have, uh, you know, whoever it was that was in at the time. But but how was it for you to get adjusted with getting to learn those different styles of quarterbacks and having those guys behind you? Well, it, was, it wasn't hard at all mm-hmm. because mainly I played with two quarterbacks in college. So, yeah. you know, I got kind of used to that. And being I have a relationship with all three of them. And so if it was something there in practice that felt off or anything, I would just go talk to them and, you know, they're, they're straining it out. But it was also very good. It was, mm-hmm. it was great. It was, it was a cool experience. And having Bo Levi Mitchell, a veteran of the league, a guy who's been around for a long time and he's he's going to be a future Hall of Famer, what was it to pick his brain a little bit and to have a guy like that around? I try to pick his brain every day. <laughs> um, it, was, it was amazing, man, to have him with some guy who – who won a championship to be an all-star. It was, it was amazing, man. He teaches us a lot. And with him coming in training camp, when the rookies came, he was there. Yeah, A lot of people don't know that, but he was there when the rookies were there. And it was just amazing, man, him being a complete leader. You got two more years now that you've just signed. What's your goal here with the Hamilton Ticats for the next season and the, and the seasons to come? Um, to be Well, my goal is to be a full-fledged starter, you know, and helping the team any way I can to get, to get a great cut. Hey, Kendrick, I, I know you're going to do it, man. You've, you've been great so far for the Cats. You had a great first season. Looking forward to having you back here at Tim Hortons Field. Enjoy that offseason, and, and hopefully those kids get used to you towering over them this school year. So once again, Kendrick, thanks for joining me, man. Thank you.